Hello, everyone. Welcome to New Music Muse. I'm Ben Wago. This is my guest, Lily Forte. Hello, Lily. How's it going? It's going good. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm good. Yeah. Thanks for coming on the show. When was the moment that you kind of realized like music was your passion? I'm just going to jump right in and ask you that. All right. Um, you know, I've always sang as, you know, a young kid. I was always singing around the house. Um, but when I was eight was when I really discovered that singing was what I love to do. Um, so I started sort of delving into music at that point. I was wanting to learn everything, piano, guitar. I was singing anywhere they wanted an eight-year-old singing. Like I was like performing there. Um, so I always sort of did that um, growing up. But when I was 12, I wrote my first song. And that was when I got that initial spark. That was when I was like, all right, so this is this is what I really love to do. I like to make music. Um, and then I sort of always was writing after that. But it wasn't until last year, um, I was 18, I got super serious about music because I was in school studying acting and I ended up not liking it at all. And I spent all my time in the practice rooms writing songs. Um, and I was like, all right, this is what I got to do. So I moved home and sort of been doing that. Where are you from? Like, where do you um, live yeah. now? I live, I live in um, West Palm Beach, Florida area. So South Florida. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, actually, I also got into an acting school, like, but then I decided not to do it. But I also kind of found like this love for music, you know, finding new artists and finding new music. I love it. I love and I love hearing what artists have to say about their music, because I think there's a deeper story to every artist's music. Like I was listening to your song, I was wearing green and I was getting very like nostalgic vibes. And I kind of get that sense of your music. Like, is that is that like a main theme that you try to keep in your songs? Like the nostalgia? Like, would you say that? For sure. I'm like, I'm happy that you picked up on that because I've always been just a nostalgic person in general, even like without music related stuff. But I feel like whenever I'm when, whenever I'm writing, I'm sort of, you know, stuck in the past. But it's a good thing for music you know it brings out all those sort of you know self-reflection emotions like on the past and how how do I feel about you know what happened to me even though it was two years ago I still sort of have feelings about that and I sort of wish I could go back sometimes you know yeah for sure I think a lot of emotion comes from the past and it makes the lyrics really pop yeah so I think it's really cool how you started writing when you're like really young because you get all this experience like you're way ahead of the game just for that and and I love how you finally decided, like, you got to put this in motion. Like, you can't keep it, like, as a side thing anymore because that's when you realize, like, music, you know, is something bigger than you thought it was. And yeah. I think I think every artist, like, goes through that when they're like, shit, like, I should be doing this. Yeah, you have that moment where sort of it just takes over and then you're like, all right, so this is the direction my life is heading in and I'm happy about it. <laughs> Yeah, and I think that whole nostalgia thing is really cool. It's a really cool element in music, and I think it adds an extra layer of emotion because it makes the listener takes the listener somewhere else too, for sure. for sure. And like building upon that, what lyric would you say that you've written that you find most relatable to your own life and like just to your existence? I I love that question. Um, I, you know, the first one that's coming to mind is 
So I have a song called Red Truck Joyride. And it's sort of, you know, we were just talking about nostalgia. It ties in the whole, you know, reminiscing on like a past love sort of thing. And I have a lyric in there where I say, I bank on what you last told me, but you never for me. Why would you? I mean, it was nothing but a fling for you. And I feel like that really, you know, it highlights, I'm, I feel like I'm always getting myself like attached so easily when, you know, not even just like in like a sense of love, just like in life. I feel like I'm just a very, you know, emotional person and I'm always, you know, getting attached to things. And I feel like for some people, it's not reciprocated on the same end. And I feel like that's expressed in a lot of my songs, but specifically that lyric. It definitely do be like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can, I definitely relate to that a lot like getting attached to people to things and I love how you kind of made it symbolic with like a red truck and yeah. a joyride like that's automatically you know painting an image in my head you know just by the song title now that like we've kind of established like you're kind of a nostalgic person you have a lot of emotion a lot of you know emotional attachment to things like how would you describe your style of music and if you were to tell people that you were an artist, what's the first song by yourself that you would put them on to? I feel like I have to say I was wearing green just because, you know, it perfectly highlights. That was just about a boy I had a crush on. And, you know, in that song, you can just tell how intense, you know, I feel things and I sort of fantasize about things and, um, I sort yeah, I live, I do live in my head a lot and I make it sort of fantastical. I made, you know, I wrote a whole song about the moment I met this person and what I was wearing and how that translates to how I feel. And I think, you know, that really highlights my artistry for sure. For sure. Yeah. Like, I love how you added that element of like color and, and I, like you did that with Red Truck Joyride. I think that's really cool how you kind of I'm gonna sound like an English teacher right now, but how you appeal to like the senses, you know? And um, it just, it really brings out a different, like a more um, concrete part of music that brings out that emotion, I feel like. Like colors, I don't know, like something about colors, it just makes it pop off. Yeah, I definitely noticed. I feel like I notice colors like every day, everything I've been like, people have been asking like, oh, like how do you find inspiration to write during the pandemic? And it's like, well, you know, I find inspiration in the little things. Like for example, light colors, like they sort of speak to me and I'll write about it, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's kind of cool how you chose green as the color because green is a very lively color intertwined with nature kind of. Yeah. And like when you develop a crush, it's kind of like, planting a seed in your head about like a whole like life you could have with a person kind of yeah so I love that whole connection um so would you say like that's your staple song like that's the song you're most proud of that you've ever made so far um that's out yes but not that's unreleased I have some unreleased songs that will be out eventually that I'm very excited about but for what's out yeah I was wearing green for sure. that's dope so like can you tell us kind of like what you know you're working on or like any possible collaborations that you're doing yeah for sure um so I'm planning on releasing one more single until I release an EP which I'm super excited about I've been you know I've been really focusing sort of on the 
on the EP, like in a cohesive sense and how, like, what's the story I want this to tell, like from the first track until the last track. And it's sort of all coming together really well. Um, it's an EP about, you know, longing, infatuation, also fate tied into everything. And I'm just, I'm really excited for people to hear it. Yeah, that's dope. I love how, you know, an album can tell a story and I love how, you know, each song kind of leads to the next. And it's, I like how you said it was, it's a very cohesive project because you're trying to tell this story in multiple songs. This is, you know, a cohesive story that you're telling. Touching upon that, like, and your, your music style, who would you say are some of like your biggest musical inspirations that, you know, impact the way you make your music and the way you carry yourself as a musician? Um, definitely, I think the start of, you know, my inspiration with music was from Carol King. My mom showed me Carol King at a really young age um, and I always just loved her music. I was always singing her songs when I was young. So definitely her when I was younger, but as I got older and sort like sort of like started listening to my own stuff, um, Lana Del Rey for sure. This is like my biggest inspiration. She's always on repeat, like since I was like twelve until now. Still, um, I just I love her music so much. Like, yeah, listening to Lana Del Rey sing about fucking old men and doing yeah. cocaine at twelve. Yeah, there's that meme, and I was like, that is very relatable. <laughs> no wonder I turned out the way that I did. <laughs> no wonder. Yeah, that's very relatable to a twelve-year-old. I'll be real with you. I used to listen to Lana Del Rey too when I was 12. I still listen to her. She's so good. Um, I think she's so, you know, people who don't really delve into her discography don't know like how to like experimental she is because like they kind of think, oh, her voice kind of sounds the same and everything that she sings. But if you really listen to some of her stuff, you can see her dabble in that hip hop see her dabble in the like that really rock alternative like ultra violence you know and she she also like opened the door for a lot of these female female artists with like that kind of aesthetic for sure she was yeah she was like the first one to really break through that like alternative music thing that you know is so popular nowadays and she like started that all and she was fearless in that sense and saying about whatever she wanted to sing about even if it wasn't exactly a true story you know it was true in her heart and like I just I love that about her music. yeah for sure she she's a great storyteller through her music now that you kind of told me like your you know music influences and your inspirations you have like a dream collab um a dream of mine would so my my true like idol is Lady Gaga I absolutely love her she she like inspires me just daily just because of how hard you know she works just to make it in the industry I just love that um and she just stands her ground always um I would love to sing with her I think she has like the best voice in the entire world yeah she's she's really dope like as a person and as an artist incredible voice incredible songwriting abilities and I, I also love how she stands her ground in the industry. She's like, I'm a woman, but I'm a yep. badass. Like, I'm not going to take shit from anybody. Yeah. And it's really cool. And also her stuff, I think, has a lot of shelf life. I, I would say the same thing for Lana Del Rey. Like, I mean, I was listening to 
like it's been on repeat this song speechless by lady gaga i love speechless yeah i'm just like how is like is this song 11 years old i know it's timeless and it's, it's so crazy. bad romance to poker face to everything and it's just like yeah even to like and i like how she has this kind of like country rock vibe like perfect illusion oh, yeah yeah same thing with um like edge of glory mm-hmm. that's that's a great one. Have you had any like performances in the past and are you going to do any post-COVID, anything planned? Um, well, nothing's planned yet. Um, however, I, I've been lucky to have, I've performed twice during this um, pandemic, luckily. My friend put on sort of outdoor event um, where a few artists have performed um, and I played with him and we did, you know, a couple, like five of my songs and it was really fun. Wow. Um, live stream it on TikTok actually which was cool because you know obviously not a lot of people were attending um, however online a lot of people could attend you know and that was really cool to sort of incorporate you know a live stream with a, with a real in-person performance yeah for sure I mean it's so lucky that you got to have that experience and happy for you like that's really cool and um, I think it's cool how TikTok has opened the door for a lot of artists you know, smaller artists, especially. And um, that's really cool how you got to do that whole live stream thing. What is it like? How do you feel when you're performing? And how do you, you know, what, what do you, what do you feel like is the most connection that you had with an audience? Like what drives that connection? And how do you feel when you like are on in front of an audience? I, I love the sort of adrenaline that I get from an audience. And I feel like when I'm singing in front of a crowd, that is when I'm sort of realizing like, okay, so this lyric could also mean this. And I didn't realize this has like a whole other meaning that, you know, even though I wrote these words, like they can mean something else. And I'm sort of like, I have a lot of realization on stage when I'm singing in front of people. I think it just, the adrenaline from the crowd like brings something out of me. and. I just, I feel most alive when I'm like on, on a stage for sure. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I definitely agree with your statement about how um, like lyrics have that double meaning because I, I know that when I listen to songs and I hear something, I'm like, oh, wow, this could mean this or this could mean that. And, you know, I think songwriting is a subconscious thing too. Cause I think it's really like a connection between the artist and their subconscious. Cause maybe they don't exactly know what they're writing in the moment. And then they read it and they're like, Oh, I know what this means now. That's exactly it. You know, and half the songs that I've written, like I didn't re- like, I sort of let myself get to a place for a couple of weeks where I'm like, like I'm holding all my emotions in. And then one day I just sit at the piano and write like six songs. And I'm like, Oh, so that's how I was feeling. Like I couldn't figure it out before, you know? (laughs) Is that like your typical songwriting process? Like how would you describe like your go-to songwriting process? You know, my, I've written songs like this way for forever. Honestly, I do write them like a couple different ways, just depending on how I find inspiration. But like, I usually just go to the piano I find a chord for how I'm feeling. I sort of mess around, you know, do I want major, minor, hit that first chord. And I say the first thing that's on my mind with like, how am I feeling right now? Like, what do I want to say? And I let that guide, you know, the song. And I usually write all, I feel like my best songs I'm writing in one sitting. Like that's when I get my good stuff, you know, cause I feel like it's more, 
you know, it's a true, it's like one thought, you know, it's not split up between days and it's how I'm feeling in that moment. And that's when I write like the good stuff. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's an interesting creative process because sometimes your best stuff will come to you at one moment and all the creative juices are flowing and you just get it out in one sitting and you're like, wow, this is a masterpiece. But then other times, you know, it's going to take you a while to finish a certain song because you're like, like, is this good or not? You know, like I never end up liking those ones that took me weeks to write. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I only like the ones where I sat down and I was just was like, this is what I, you know? Yeah, for sure. Cause there's like a lot of emotion when you're just pouring it out in one sitting. And, um, would you describe your music style as like an indie pop vibe? And like, would you want to delve into other genres? Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely think my songs now are indie pop. Um, I've always sort of wanted though, to like put out like jazz music. I started out singing jazz. I would love to just like put out some like jazz style songs, I guess with my own spin. Um, also I do love pop music. I'd love to put out just some like true pop songs. Um, yeah, I just, I love, I I don't really want to limit myself to one specific genre, but you know, I do think I'm like indie pop right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty dope. I think indie pop has a lot of that emotion that mainstream pop is kind of lacking. Yeah. And especially when I heard your songs, I'm like, wow, there's like a lot of emotion in this. This is like, it feels really real to listen to. And I think that could be really cool. Like, you know, going into other, you know, your next step in music, like whatever you make next, it's really cool how you have those, that lyric strategy of, you know, making people feel that real emotion. And it could be, you know, it could be a more of a poppy song or it could be, maybe you'll do like something jazzy. And I think not a lot of people do jazz. Um, Like Amy Winehouse, she's like the jazz legend. And yeah, like her stuff is, it's so good. I, I listen to it all the time. And that would be amazing to see you do something like that. Yeah, I feel like it'd be so fun. And I feel like it, it, my my heart's always there, you know, but I feel like my I do listen to more like, I guess, pop stuff or indie pop stuff. So I feel like my music sort of just lends itself to that. But I'd love to put out some sort of jazz. Yeah, for sure. Like what's been on your rotation right now? Ooh, you know, when when anyone ever asks me, like, what's your favorite song right now? I'm like, ooh, I, I never think. Yeah, that. I'm the same way. Like, I'm like, I listen to like 500 songs. Yeah. In a day. I don't, I don't know. Um, I guess you know, I've been listening to a lot of Mother Mother recently. I've been like obsessed with a lot of Mother Mother songs. Um, Is that also- like an indie band? Yeah, it's, it's a band and they have some really awesome songs. I suggest Burning Pile. I'm like obsessed with that song. It's probably their most well-known one. It's most well-known for a reason because it's awesome. I got to listen to it. I've never heard of them. Yeah, they're really good. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Taylor Swift, for sure. I'm obsessed with Folklore and Evermore. Um, Obviously, Lana is always on repeat. Uh, I do. I've been loving Lizzie McAlpine recently. I don't know if you know her. Um, I think I've heard of her. She has. She's an amazing songwriter. I think her most popular one is Pancakes for Dinner. Um, yeah yeah her her yeah I know her um because I have this playlist called indie heartbreak and I kind of put like that type of genre into that that's playlist how I actually came across all of your stuff was I 
every day I like search for playlists to reach out to people. I'm like, listen to my music. And I was like, hmm, how would I describe my song? Indie Heartbreak. I'm like, let me just search Spotify. Comes up your name, your playlist. And I'm like, let me look them up. <laughs> wow, really? That's yeah. crazy. I think, yeah, I think with that playlist, it was just, I don't even know where that name came from. I was just listening to like a lot of sad shit and like a lot of indie shit. And I was like, indie heartbreak. Like, I don't, I don't even know a playlist like that. And then that kind of, yeah, a lot of people like that playlist. And then I, on TikTok, like I, I started making a TikTok about like crying songs. And then my, one of my playlists kind of blew up because of that. And I just love how people like DM me. They're like, yo, like I found your playlist. Like, you know, maybe you could put me on it. And like when, when the singers are good, I'm like, fuck yeah. Like this deserves more attention. You know, I want to thank Lily Forte for coming on my show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This was fun. I wish you the best in your music career. Everyone follow her and listen to her music.